Hello and welcome to episode seven of our Spotlight on Financial Services tax series. My name is Bilal Abba. I'm a director in the Financial Services Tax Team Middle East, and I'm joined by my colleague Elizabeth Harkness from our Digital Tax Solutions Team. Today, we are going to focus our discussion on digital and how technology is a key enabler to supporting businesses to comply with tax. We have seen an unprecedented shift by tax authorities in the region to introduce tax legislation. We've seen VAT, economic substance, the Foreign Account Tax Compliance Act, Common Reporting Standard. All these tax matters require management of data and require high accuracy. Businesses are using technology to comply in an efficient manner and to reduce their overall tax risk. Lizzie, turning to you, it would be good to get some of your insights, particularly from the digital tax side. How are businesses generally using technology to support compliance with tax matters? Thank you, Bilal. Um, so, yes, I mean, tax is a relatively new concept to our region. And initially, many organisations did opt to respond to some of the first requirements using more traditional and manual efforts. But with the now constantly evolving landscape, um, a lot of these manual efforts of collecting and submitting information would just no longer suffice because the volume is increasing beyond the capabilities and manpower of most businesses. So we have a team that is dedicated to technology solutions purely for tax processes across the GCC. And we see a number of different solutions at play across the industry from ERP configuration or specific bolt-ons for tax, um, purpose-built tax engines, or even more DIY solutions using smart automation. So whilst technology can alleviate resource constraints, another key factor at play is exposure to risk. And this has the potential to increase, if not addressed, given that the requirements are increasing. Um, but also because tax authorities are moving to more digitized ways of doing things as well. And just as one example, um, e-invoicing. So Egypt has already implemented e-invoicing and the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia will also be going live with it too in December of this year. And we know that every tax authority in the region is discussing the prospect of e-invoicing at least, and we fully expect this to be implemented across the GCC as the norm within a few years. So what e-invoicing, as our continued example means, is that authorities will have real-time access to information from the businesses. So it's really integral to get the data right and to have it right first time, as there will be less and less opportunity to go back and make corrections. And this is where technology really plays a key role in terms of reaction speed, data accuracy, and generally assisting businesses with getting a handle on their compliance processes. Mm -hmm. I think that's really interesting. I mean, there's, there's, there's kind of sort of two observations, I'd say, um, from a kind of taxpayer perspective, we, we spend all of our time speaking to financial institutions and digital's really high up on the agenda. And I'd say there's, there's kind of two, two real things driving that. I'd say number one, there's a drive to utilize resource in a different way. So businesses want to spend less time on tasks that could be automated. Tax and finance teams are kind of notorious for using huge spreadsheets, moving data around, 
businesses recognize that so that's error wrought and, and 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 there are various problems with that and the more and more you do that the more and more risk uh the business introduces and i'd say number two because of the introduction of of more tax in the region tax and regulation businesses are more concerned about their overall tax risk so it's definitely getting a, a seat at the c-suite table and indeed it's driving lots of budget conversations so that's a that's a kind of a great great introduction to how businesses are generally using technology i think just thinking about financial services specifically we know financial services businesses are, are quite different to to other industries what are the sort of technology trends we're seeing in fs specifically Yes, yeah, so one of the challenges that financial services organisations face is that they're required to respond to a number of compliance requirements that are unique to their industry. Um, there are also taxation elements which apply to financial services such as partial exemption in VAT, the recovery of which is done retroactively. Um, and all of this naturally leads to an increased level of data management calculations and reporting. So we already know that getting data right is key. And one issue that is, again, quite unique to financial services is the number of disparate systems in which this data is stored. Um, so one example of technology that we think really benefits financial services organisations in this position is the off-the-shelf smart automation tools that I referenced earlier. And when I say smart automation, I mean robotic process automation, um, which uses rules-based logic to apply to data augmenting and manipulation, or even tools such as Alteryx, which is like a next generation workflow tool that automates much of the manual processes that are typically performed within Excel. So Alteryx and other tools like it can extract data from multiple systems that come in a variety of formats and then bring it together cleanse it, augment it, run the relevant calculations required on it and format it for submission um, all in one place. So these are quite powerful tools um, also because they can be learnt by the practitioners themselves who can then build their own tailored workflows as required and then be able to automate these with just the click of a button. So whilst we're seeing a range of solutions and not just smart automation, you know, many of the examples I referenced before with regards to ERP configuration or um, purpose-built tax engines, I think it's important to note that there really isn't a one-size-fits-all solution and it's very dependent on the organisational setup, people in their roles, what technologies are already playing into their strategy on a broader level across the organisation, tax technology, is not and shouldn't ever really be viewed as an isolated solution. It's part of a bigger tax and finance function design process that incorporates this new regulatory landscape, new ways of working, and how we as a region are required to manage and respond to the evolving requirements of tax. So I think those are really great insights. I mean, just, just sort of, I think what we covered is how businesses are generally using technology. There are some specific challenges to financial services and, and that's why it's really interesting. and. And indeed, we're sort of seeing um, more regulation come up. We're seeing DAX 7 and DAX 8. And look at our outlook uh, 2021 um, on what those, what those issues are and how they might affect you. Moving on to our final question and, uh, and kind of drilling down almost into an example or, or case study. Elizabeth, it would be great if you could speak to us about an example or recent uh, case 
on where we use technology to support a client. So I'm going to take a very recent example of a tool that we've built that is quite simple to execute, but that solves um, a new uh, and relatively significant problem in terms of um, effort expenditure. So as a team, I think it's fair to say that we're very reactive and we respond to the market requirements. And given the dynamism of the time that we're working in with the tax landscape as it is uh, and constantly shifting, um, we build a lot of our tools that are able to help clients respond quickly as requirements change. So you know that recently in, in the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, Gazette um, have updated the rules regarding the uploading of contract information. So whilst the requirement itself to share information on contracts is not new, the way in which it is to be done is. And as of the end of 2020, this information now needs to be uploaded to their portal via a CSV file. Um, and again, this is indicative of this continuous and incremental shift to more digitised interactions between the authorities and the taxpayer. So what this new requirement means is that at the back end, taxpayers now need to retrieve all of this requisite information um, from whatever form it currently exists in and extract the relevant data and format it correctly for submission. Some of this data might exist within ERPs or in soft copy documents. Some might even be scanned images or hard copies. So this could potentially represent quite a big undertaking of manual effort. So what we've done is we've built a tool called Contract Information Converter, which um, pretty much does what it says on the label. So this tool uses a mixture of optical character recognition, which is the scanning of images and robotic process automation to automatically identify and extract the key and relevant information from whatever document format it exists in, be that PDF, Microsoft Word, JPEG, PNG, or from within your ERPs or CMSs, and then transform all of that data into a CSV file, compile it and transform it into a CSV file that is then ready to submit to the Gazette portal. Um, and what this does is it, you know, it frees up valuable time and resources of what is essentially quite a, a manual and repetitive undertaking, helps to reduce costs and also in, can improve accuracy in the process. And that's just one example of the innovation that we do within our team to respond to the market requirements. So thank you for joining us and listening to this podcast um, on digital and technology. We really hope you found this useful. Please reach out to Elizabeth or I. If you wish to discuss uh, the matters we covered in this podcast further, then please do look out for episode eight of our Spotlight on Financial Services tax series. Thank you.